0: Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season Two, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only Coach Michelle. Midsummer recap, mental health talk, and lessons learned from the Elevate program. It's hard to believe that we are halfway through the summer of 2021. Time flies when you're having fun and are constantly busy. Coach Michelle and I sat down to discuss what has been a busy summer for us, some mental health-related topics, and what we're learning from our biggest Summer Elevate program to date. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. In a blink of an eye, it's already mid-July. To me, dance camp always signifies like middle of the summer and we are right in the middle of a dance camp week so i'm a little tired but you know we gotta keep this going for the listeners dudes so
1: <laughs> that's right all, i just said this morning how fast the summer's going it's crazy
0: it is pretty crazy isn't it so i kind of thought today would be a good good day to kind of recap on the first half of the summer we can talk about everything that we've seen here things that's been going on in our lives and um you know, have a little conversation over that what do you think Sounds good to me. All right. So how's your summer been, Dupes?
1: It's Really good, really fast.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, summer's always like that, right? Like it just kind of like transitioned into the summer and then boom.
1: Yeah, just. May happens. It feels like everything happens in May. And then you kind of look forward to that slow summer that you think you're going to have. <laughs> and it never happens.
0: Slow, did you say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dream of it in May. You think yes. that it's going to happen.
0: Right, the thinks lazy
1: days of summer. That's thinks
0: they're gonna slow down, and we're gonna have more time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never happened. Yeah,
1: no, they didn't slow down. But that's good. That's good for us here. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm a little overwhelmed or burnt out right now, though. It's uh, it's, it's personally we're in this week of dance camp, but we had a yard sale, which was a lot of work.
1: <laughs> they are and, a lot of work. Uh, yeah. Oh
0: my gosh, Alex's graduation party is coming this Saturday. And then uh, we have Noah's birthday, our anniversary, um, film crews coming to film Noah's Miracle Network kids thing that week. And then I go away to a uh, dance teacher conference.
1: Yeah, so nothing happening in your life,
0: right? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> a little stressed out at Just the a few
1: things, yeah.
0: You know, it's bad when, like, you try to sleep um but or like you wake up in the morning but your mind just starts racing that you can't fall back to sleep mm-hmm. and even on the weekends when you don't set the alarm you automatically wake up before 7 a.m right that's been me for the past two three weeks and it's just uh it adds up you know and right. no matter what you try to do you're just like i can't get enough sleep because my body doesn't want me to rest
1: when I feel like that, I a lot of times I keep a notebook or something next to my bed. So if I wake up and I first of all, if I think of things like you think like, oh, my gosh, for Alex's graduation mm-hmm. party, I have to do X, Y, Z. Then you can write it down and kind of get it out of your head. Mm. Sometimes I do that it makes it me sound really efficient if i say i always do that but <laughs>
0: <Sometimes>. <laughs> then you can get
1: it kind of out of your brain and onto paper and then you can deal with it in the morning
0: i thought you were going to tell me that you have a notebook right next to it that you just write like rap rhymes you know like <laughs> into it in the middle of the night <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret. his <laughs>
0: do- <Doobes'> rap book.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> that would probably be the only time I could actually rap is when I was, oh goodness.
0: <laughs> Asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Hat one eye do. Yeah. Sleep rap. <laughs>
1: sleep rap. <laughs> if I could beatbox, I would do that right mm. now. <laughs> there
0: you go. So what's your summer been like? So let's do this. Let's play this game. Describe your summer in three words.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is, like, tough.
0: I know. I th- always throw you these curveballs. That's, that makes our podcast sometimes interesting because it catches you off guard.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So describe it in three words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Busy. Mm-hmm. I could say busy, busy, busy. But I'll say busy, happy, productive.
0: Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm outcome?
1: So let's start with here. It, it's really refreshing. It felt really good to me. I, I, th- I feel like some of the other coaches got back to the gym before I did. I was still doing a lot of virtual coaching. Yeah. So summer really kind of marked the time that I I feel like I officially got back to the gym mm. after quarantine. And we just hit the ground running. And we have these nice full classes. We're seeing all these old familiar faces. We're seeing new faces. So uh yeah so that's all of so um, all of those words busy happy productive all Mm -hmm. pertain to to the gym at home life is kind of you know returning to normal things are you know we're we're busy not too too busy thankfully uh but you know and it's just i don't know everything's just it, it feels like it's falling back into place
0: how are you feeling about Ethan leaving? Oh,
1: geez. Come on. What is this? Let's see if we can make <laughs> Michelle cry. Well, maybe. Yeah. it's uh, That actually woke me up last night. So mm. I'm really excited for him. I'm really, really excited. He's the child that I knew needed to travel, needed to see the world. Couldn't wait to get to another country. And it's been on hold for a year. He was also supposed to be doing some study abroad. Right now he would be in Europe and that got put on hold so you know he's really missed out on a lot of things Mm -hmm. so i'm happy for him Mm -hmm. my mom heart is a little sad right uh and it's it's also a little i'm a little uh, what's the word i want to use anxious let's just say anxious right because with canada you don't know what's going to happen until you get to the border and they decide then oh really so he could get into toronto and find out he needs to quarantine and he might have to quarantine in Toronto, instead of getting his other two flights to get him to Kelowna, where his school is, huh. all the way on the other side of Canada, yeah. And so
0: then, in that case, what does he do? Just stay there? For- well, we
1: have yeah, we have to have a plan. So we're working on that now, right? Uh, That's a
0: lot, though. It is.
1: And had I known that at the time, I would have encouraged him to fly as far west in the United States and then try to just cross over as close to the school. But I guess right now everybody's trying to fly. Hmm. And it's not as easy to get flights. I also hear airports are kind of crazy right now, too. Is it? So, yeah, I guess I'm holding my breath a little bit for for that day when he flies out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for him to start this this new part of his journey. I also kind of feel like this might be
0: the departure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah where he won't really return home after yeah. this.
0: I mean, you know, kids kids are supposed to do that, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want. It's I know. so unfair. <laughs>
0: uh, how were your parents like that too?
1: Uh, no. You
0: see, my parents weren't either. (laughs) They were, I I mean, not that I know of. I mean, you know, I don't know if they were sad or not, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember them being pretty sad when they dropped me off my first day at college. But then after that, I think, yeah, my mom takes things in stride. So even Mm. if they were that way, they didn't show it to me. I didn't go too far either.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, my mom always gets sad when she, like, sees me and has to go. But I don't know. I, um. I never felt that way either so <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, I think we parent differently now too yeah like that's true I'll say things to my parents and they'll say like you did what and I'll think wow now raising children you know everything they're doing well or you you think you do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but big things mm. you know that they didn't they didn't know that I did or didn't weren't really a part of so mm. yeah parenting is different now
0: it is Um, Mm -hmm. I know Corey's sad about Alex leaving, even though she's just going down 10 miles to Bloomsburg.
1: It's just a change. Yeah, it's just it's a change. It's a different it it changes the family dynamics when one leaves. Yeah. But then you adjust. You do. Right. Because, you know, we already adjusted to him being gone when he left Mm -hmm. for college originally.
0: Right. right, And then we
1: adjusted to him being back. And now we'll have to adjust again to him.
0: I'm sure he's really excited to go. He
1: he is excited. Yeah. I think he has the same anticipation that we do. Like, let's just get that travel day over. It's also going to be like a 12-hour travel day Yikes. with layovers and three Ugh. flights. So, I think we're all just waiting for that travel day to get over, mm-hmm. keeping our hopes up and then and then he can then he can enjoy. It's going to be exciting for him.
0: I think he's a regular listener of the show, isn't he?
1: I I I think so. It sounds
0: like he is from uh from what I understand. So <laughs> Ethan, if you're listening, best of luck to you. Oh. Yeah. This will forever be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then then we can talk about it later. We can yeah. do another show on how but is Ethan. You
0: know what? Like for me, like looking back on my life, being on my own at such young age is a huge reason why I am as independent as mm-hmm. I am today. Right. And I know Ethan's a very independent individual, so I think he'll thrive in this environment and really help him discover who he is and what his passions are, where he wants to go with his life, where he wants to live, all that kind of good stuff. I agree. So I think this is gonna be a great experience for him to be like going to school out of country, out of the country, that's awesome. Mm. Huge props to him for that.
1: Right. So. And it's a very international school too, so he'll Mm. be attending school with people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. and he has been it's it's been interesting to watch this virtually because you know so there, are so the school itself is on a different time zone mm-hmm. and then there's people from all over the world so they have these really odd hours that they meet for
0: classes huh what's the time difference going to be between here and to him three hours three hours ahead or behind 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 mm-hmm. okay so that's not that's not too bad right um i was gonna say like if you ever want to make a phone call that. Shouldn't be too hard to navigate through when it's 12 to 13, 14 hours. When it's like the flip the opposite, that's
1: hard, yeah, yeah, right. You have to so. do the math and figure out, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: if they're awake or asleep,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And jet lag shouldn't be too bad with three hours. Uh-huh. He doesn't sleep very well anyway, so
0: no, no. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you got a lot of milestones coming your way. I
1: know, two seniors, high school and college. Wow. Yeah.
0: And there's Mel.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But you know, that's the thing. So there's four years between Ethan and Gabe, so you almost Mm. have time to adjust. You have four years, you know, Ethan does it first, and then you have four years until you have to do it again. But then Gabe and Amelia are less than two years, so it's like boom, boom. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So in two years, Amelia's going to be a senior too, but we won't go there. Gabe did some, a few senior photos last night, and Ethan's making plans to move away. So everything just feels
0: so real. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. After, you know, a year of just, pretty much sitting on the couch <laughs>
0: staring <laughs> at each other a lot <laughs> and being like i can't wait till you leave
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i enjoyed the year i enjoyed the togetherness and i knew i reminded myself a lot even on the hard days i reminded myself a lot to be thankful for that time that mm. we had together even though we were bored out of our minds
0: yeah perspective right yes i would like a little bit of that um A little bit of that free time back.
1: Yeah, you will. You'll get it. Yeah. And enjoy these uh, moments in the next couple of weeks, too, even though you're busy.
0: Yeah. It's just like, so, you know, like this is going to turn into a reverse therapy session. But (laughs) (laughs) right now, my mind is so boggled up that like I just look like even on a day off, I can't just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm really, really struggling with. And I also haven't seen my therapist for three weeks oh. and so I'm, I'm overdue. This is when my mental like health just kind of downward spiral sometimes. So I need to schedule an appointment. That's on my to-do list. To right. Sure <laughs> you have way. to,
1: yeah, you have to add that to your to-do list, which is sad. I right? I know.
0: So, and that's, that's, I hate it because it's like, I know that I need it and I know I'm going to feel better, but that's just another thing that I have to do. And I don't want to look at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so um, and also like, so here's how my mind works. When I can't give hundred percent of myself, especially to kids, I beat myself down. Right. I get really down on it. And I think it's cause I just really, truly enjoy working with them. And if I'm not capitalizing every moment that I have with them, then I feel like I'm not, I'm doing them this service. Um, and that's not right in my mind. So then I just kind of like, why can't I do this? And I get really frustrated. Um, and I know that I can't be hundred percent all the time. But it's almost like a promise I made to myself that if I'm in front of the kids, that's, you know, that's who I want to be. That's that's the version of myself that I want to be. Right. Um,
1: that's what, You're probably also being a little too hard on yourself also. Mm, because maybe you're the only one. You're probably the only one in the room feeling that. Because what I see you giving the kids feels like 100%. So it's not, you know, yeah. th- I can't tell you that I've ever seen a day where I'm like, yeah, hey, he's really off. He's... Slacking today?
0: <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, <laughs>
1: maybe in your great. mind you feel that way,
0: or you yeah. feel that
1: way because you're not giving everything that you possibly could. But yeah. we all have that.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a challenge for sure. And uh, as we progress through the summer, and I see the days winding down of you know just these summer days, right? Like, and when we get to the fall, our schedule gets even busier again. And time flies and our focus shifts Mm -hmm. uh, more to the dance program than the athletes. It's like, you know, I don't want to get into fall and be like, oh, man, I really like I missed an opportunity this summer. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm delivering what I promised that I'm going to do and, you know, living my best life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like and giving uh, giving what I could to the kids that I work with.
1: Right, I think we definitely are this summer. Look, at, we have great coaches. We have some of the younger kids helping out. That's so nice to see.
0: Yeah, they, I, they, I, the Elevate program's growth has been incredible this summer. Incredible. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you have kids um, that just like into athletics or even not into. You know, sports. I think one of the best ways to get kids plugged in to just is to get get them in a good environment with a friend. Mm-hmm. Like I'm learning how like kids' minds work as I work more and more with them. You know what I mean? Like one of the things that I've come to realize in the past few years is like we can have the greatest intention for the kids, but if we're not connecting to them and understanding them at their wavelength no matter how hard we try the content doesn't get delivered or the message doesn't get delivered right so one of the things that i'm learning is there are a couple factors that draws the kids in and keeps the kids in one is that positive environment right like Mm -hmm. i think when you look at our facility one of the things that like it would be really really hard to argue against is that this is a very positive environment for sure you know what i mean and then i think that's one of the things that's going for us is every coach here every teacher here we're all positive and kids kind of gravitate towards that naturally i think people do in general mm-hmm. and number two what i've learned is when a kid comes with a friend they're more likely to stay than when they come by themselves right. friend or a sibling because then they have an accountability partner or they have somebody that they can look forward to seeing it's hard to go to a place where they're like i really know nobody right and then you know it, you can always get to know people, but when you have that initial lead of like I, I can be with that friend or be with that person in that environment, then they're more likely to stay for a longer term mm-hmm. so those are a couple of things that I learned um, have you Have you noticed like you learned or you've become in tune with certain aspect of not just kids but this summer?
1: I think right now everybody is is appreciative of everything that they have. I feel this you know how before how do I want to say it? There were sometimes challenges where, where people would complicate, overcomplicate things. And I don't just mean here at the gym. Yeah. I mean everywhere in life. It seems like everybody now is just appreciative for what we have. And it's almost like we we got to start out fresh. Yeah. Uh, and y- yeah, it's so we started out, we came back with a really good program. We came back with really good coaching. It, it did take a lot of, you know, I shouldn't say a lot, but we had some really good quality meetings where everybody kind of meeting of the minds of all the coaches and, and how are we going to do this? How are we going to integrate this new program? Mm-hmm. And just from from great coaching to this really well-received program in the community with this huge group of kids and our, our fitness clients all coming back I think yeah we just yeah we just hit the ground running this summer
0: I agree so I don't know if this is um this is also like I'm a, I'm a thinker right like I don't I think about a lot of things and I you know when I when we're doing things we am constantly assessing and mm-hmm. I'm constantly taking notes in my head and i when I hear a podcast or when I'm, you know, learning something new, I'm thinking of the ways that I can incorporate that into our life and then, you know, readjusting our goals in my head. I should really write these down, but I don't. And that's, that's my downfall. Um, but one of the things that I've come to realize is that like, you know, life gets really competitive sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you want to become the best coach ever. You want to become the best dance facility, dance studio, blah, blah, blah. Um, And sometimes I get caught up in that. I'm not going to lie. But I've also realized it's like none of that really matters. But what I do care about is on the fitness side, I wanted to become the best coach for our facility.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Do you know what I mean? So nobody else, aside from our staff, can run the programs that we have in here better than we can. Right. Because we understand how, because the flow of everything is so important, right? I used to think, like, if we had the best program and we're producing results, then that's how we're going to get more people in. It's not the case. It's about the culture. It's about, you know, the feel. You know what I mean? Like, it's results and feels. Like, especially for kids. If they feel like they belong here, they'll come back. Yes. And uh, we wanted to make sure, like, the time that we work with them, I, I would say like this, and, and I think each summer, if, we, if you interview us, we'll say the same thing. Is like, this is the best year of Elevate program. That's what I want to continue to be able to say based on the flow, based on what we can accomplish in an hour and a half that we have. And the hour and a half really flies by. It
1: does. It really does. It's
0: crazy how quickly it goes because we're going from one thing to another, to another, to another, and we jam pack it with everything that they need. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, part of the reason why the kids see tremendous progress in this, um, in this program. And, you know, I I know puberty is a huge part of it. Like kids grow over the summer. So then they adapt to change and they grow faster and they get stronger. But I I would think in in a way it's like our program is the steroid to their growth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, so that's, that's the way it's kind of like started to shift my thinking is like, okay, like we have this space. I want our staff to be the best coach we can be in this in this in the situation that we've given and I think we've really uh, taken a huge step towards that this summer mm-hmm. yeah, it's been incredible to see like our teamwork kind of a uh, form as well you know like when one of us step out, it's flawless it seems flawless and it's that's that's the way it should be and I'm really pumped about that right.
1: I was just thinking the other day too you know kids are so in their phones all the time. And they're always and that's not to say that they don't if they do something really cool here, that's not to say that they don't grab their phone and have a friend record it or, you know, maybe a coach will record it or something like that. But that it, this is an hour and a half where they are so busy they don't even have time to think about TikTok or Snapchat or any of the drama. They're just working hard, they're getting stronger, they're they're building new friendships. And I just I just had that moment the other day where I was looking around the room. and I thought this is great because normally when you see that many kids, they all have their faces in their phones, Mm -hmm. even when they're together. And, you know, this is just an environment where that just it doesn't happen. They put their phones down when they when they get here and they don't pick them up again until they leave.
0: Well, some do. But I try to discourage them from doing
1: (laughs) it. I really Uh, haven't, you know,
0: it's usually the same group of kids who do. It's probably my um, kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I even, you know, this week at dance camp, I established a rule, like no phones from eight to noon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that like as I get older, the value of like face to face communication and really being present in that moment is so important. Adrian. That's how you connect with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And and we, you know, we love this podcast because of that. You know what I mean? Like we are forced to sit down to have this conversation and whether we have a 15 or 20 listeners it's like each week we we get to have this conversation right through a uh, blurred gra- glass <laughs> <laughs> even though we can probably remove it at this point i just kind of like it to like post my schedule and <laughs> <Yeah>. i like <laughs> it too because if we
1: looked at each other we'd probably make each other laugh too we can't see <laughs> each other so we're like right now i can see Hitty's knee <laughs>
0: Hey,
1: <laughs> and I'm over here, you know, waving my arms. Oh, I see all your around. finger. Yeah, woo, waving <laughs> my arms, talking with my hands <laughs> <laughs> to nobody. Just yeah. a plexiglass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like more and more as I work with kids, it's it's great. I, you're right. You know, even in the middle of the session, like having small conversation, asking them how their weekend was, how their tournaments went, how they're feeling, how their body's doing, like you know, all those little conversations adds up and that's how you form a relationship, so. That's what I love about
1: this point of the summer, too. Mm-hmm. We're getting to know the kids so well that oh, yeah. as they get here, you know, you you know, like, oh, how do, how do you feel after this happened or how are your games this weekend? You have all of that or make sure you roll your ankles because we're doing X, Y, Z today. Right. So you, you really have that bond. You really know them. You know what they're, what they're working toward, even their frustrations where they, they want to grow, but right now they're you know plateauing Mm -hmm. that sort of thing and just there's a really good strong connection with with all of the athletes it's it's nice
0: it's been really nice and it's also great to see the dancers back in the studio this week it's been a a lot of fun Um, we also have a great group of new dancers that's joined us for dance camp so that's that's really exciting
1: yeah the energy seems great i haven't Mm -hmm. had a whole lot of time to be able to peek in and watch but it seems like it's great energy and so much fun Mm -hmm. nice theme this year
0: the olympic theme yeah Yeah. i can't wait for the uh the music video filming on friday i think that's going to be a load of fun yeah so stay tuned for that because i think you know i think that's going to be great you know one of the things that olympics allows us to promote is diversity Mm -hmm. and you know i have a huge place in my heart to you know for diversity and promoting diversity in this area, and I, I saw it as like this is a great opportunity to expose the ki- kids to that you know, and uh, so I think it's gonna this is gonna be a great project that we'll be releasing.
1: So tell me the three countries. I know one is Japan.
0: <laughs> so one of the things that they had to do at dance camps, so just a little background story is, each dance camp you know it, we split them in age groups and then each age group picks pick like um a team name mm-hmm. right. But this year we decided, all right, like we're going to have an Olympics themed dance camp. So we actually intermingled all groups and split them evenly um, into three groups. So there's in each group, there's kids from six to eight or in Noah's case, four to eight Mm -hmm. and nine to 11 and then also 12 plus like all mixed together. Which I thought I was like, this is a great idea because it allows them to have a little practice on like peer leadership skills, you know, like helping each other for the older kids. And some of those kids and, and I was looking around the room today I was like some of the kids have become so good at being a peer leader that it's become ingrained in their identity. Mm-hmm. And it's just natural for them to take care of the younger kids and communicate with them and work with them without us giving any direction. And that's been really, really awesome to see.
1: That's incredible. That's
0: where I saw. Th- where I thought to myself. I was like, wow. I feel like we had a part in developing that in these kids. You know what I mean? Like through our program and through our peer leadership program. So that was all. Because there's definitely a clear difference between kids who's been a peer leader slash assistant mm-hmm. and the older kids who haven't had that opportunity yet. And the way the kids who's been a peer leader and assistant interact with the younger kids is totally different. And it's they just... Are more confident in the way they communicate with them they're very clear and precise they don't use jumbled up words and and it's really neat to see that like a little part of leadership skill develop
1: that's wonderful so, to hear and you know mm. that'll just trickle down yeah to, to the younger kids too so that when they get old enough to be peer leader leaders they'll know what's expected and and how to act so that's wonderful
0: right And so anyhow, we split them into three groups. And this year we just asked them to pick a country that each team would want to represent going along with the Olympic theme. And I just gave them a continent for them to pick a country from. So one had to pick from a country from Asia. One had to pick a country from Europe and then the other one from Africa and the three they came up with, with Japan, which my son Noah's in and, uh, uh, one group picked France or france france i call it <laughs> and then the african country that was picked was Djibouti. okay mm-hmm. so those are the three countries that's being represented at dance camp this week and it's going really well
1: i was wondering how they chose those
0: yeah they was their choice and you know i love the diversity of the three countries they picked I mean, Djibouti definitely wouldn't have been the African country that I would have picked. I didn't even know that was a country. Right,
1: right. So that's even, why I. That's yeah. why I wondered when I saw the newsletter go out. I was like,
0: "What? Like uh, Djibouti? Who's booty?" <laughs> 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 that's not what you thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I know now. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> well, this another episode that just flew by
1: it really did yeah just like the summer
0: just like the summer (laughs) well thank you for listening as always and please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes